What is up, restaurant world? Welcome to The Tip Share, where we dive deep into the labyrinth of all things restaurant, open up conversations with owners, operators, vendors, and industry experts to explore everything that's happening within the industry and its current climate. Sit back, grab your shift drink, and let's share our tips. Good afternoon, listeners. This is Dave Downs again, back with another podcast for the Razzie team. Uh, we are talking today. Uh, I'm actually really excited because we're kind of stepping out of our comfort zone a little bit in terms of who we typically have on these podcasts. And I think that's really great. Uh, today, I am joined by Danielle Taff, who is a junior accountant here at Razzie. Danielle, good afternoon. How are you today? Hi, I'm great, Dave. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing st- uh, super well. How was your Fourth of July? Did you have a good one? I did. Yeah, we spent the day at the pool. It was awesome. How about oh, you? right on. Uh, yeah, we were out of town. We were doing some traveling as a family. Uh, had a little family reunion, so it was great. Nice. I am excited because, like I said, so much of what we focus on is is really geared around operators, and and not that this conversation is going to deviate too far from that. But I really want to uh, to kind of shift gears and and get a few other departments uh, input on some of the really valuable resources uh, that are important for our clients and for every restaurant that is out there. Uh, Danielle, I'm really excited today to get a few of your input, uh, a few a few a little bit of your feedback as to what. Uh, what things you find are most valuable for our clients. Let's jump right in. From the accounting perspective, what what are a few of those things that you find are most valuable for for a restaurant uh, to really be focused on now more so than ever? Um, so Dave, the, in the past year, we've really um, noticed clients being successful with the weekly reporting um, period and review process and having some budgeting and forecasting in place um, so that we can anticipate what's going to happen in the future. I think that's really fascinating. And I, and I know we're, we're kind of on the heels of this pandemic, or at least more, the more and more I go out, I see more and more people out and about. Uh, so I, I know that this is kind of behind us, aside from staffing issues and stuff. How successful were the, the greater client base of, of the Razzie department? Did we see a little bit more success than maybe industry standards out there? Um, we definitely did, Dave. Uh, with weekly reporting, we were able to catch some of those um, snags that people were running into. Um, they could catch, you know, overstaffing right away uh, and rectify that before the next week. They could get the schedule fixed so that they weren't overstaffed for those periods um, that they were low because of COVID, you know. I I totally understand what you're saying. And, and right now, I, I, the, the staffing shortage that is presenting national problems out there, uh, the days of overstaffing seem kind of like a dream for most restaurant operators. So it's encouraging to see that. In in addition, right. as we kind of <laughs> yeah. drill into that weekly reporting, what are some of those super valuable tools uh, that are vital for any restaurant to really keep focused on and to pay attention to? Having weekly reporting allows the client to spot those inaccuracies, you know, and stay on the ball like we had just talked about. It allows us to, mostly with staffing and um, purchases, we can get ready for the for the next week right away rather than waiting for the end of the period um, to look at all that stuff. Because then, you know, if you are over purchasing in the first week of the period, you're not going to find out until the end of the period. 
And you're already a week into the next period before you can make that correction. With weekly reporting, we can get that corrected before the next week. And then the last three weeks of the period, you're good to go. No doubt. And I think that that timeliness is really important. How soon after our clients submit over all the information uh, from the accounting perspective, are you getting those financial statements put back up for them so they can review and make decisions on? You know, it's our promise to have a 24-hour turnaround once the client gets everything submitted to us. Um, We also are reviewing those financials every week, you know, so we're having that industry expert eye looking at those reports as well. Um, And so we can give the client some feedback on things that they may not notice is off. Weekly auditing. Talk me through that a little bit more. Do you have any stories? I love stories. Um, So actually, yeah, we do. Uh, One of the main things that we look at, well, not a main thing, but an item that we do look at is we look at credit card tips payable. Um, a lot of our clients do run into some issues with this. They want to pay their, um, employees, credit card tips and cash and, um, et cetera. And this, this could cause discrepancies and it could cause over or under payments of employees. And so I have actually, um, at least once a week, I catch a client over or underpaying their employees through credit card tips because they, um, have an educational opportunity in the payroll department to figure out uh, what the best process is for them in their restaurant to keep an accurate um, credit card payable GL. That's amazing. Uh, and, And you guys are auditing that every single week? We are, yeah. I love that. Uh, it's such a good point in the, in that weekly financials and, and primarily the P&L, as you mentioned, keeping an eye on labor and purchases and all the cost of goods is so important. But things like credit card tips payable can really go sight unseen unless you're looking at the balance sheet. So having that other layer of, uh, of kind of oversight and accountability is really valuable. Let's kind of move on and, and start to kind of take a little broader step out. Uh, what's, what's that next thing? I think you mentioned that period end review process and really diving in at the end of a fiscal period uh, to be able to analyze. I want to kind of pick your brain, again, from that accounting perspective, what kinds of things are you guys looking for? What kinds of things is your department uh, noticing? And then I've got to wrap it up with the story at the end. So give me three uh, kind of examples there. All right. So um, we do a period end review process for our clients, and that allows us to kind of comb through the balance sheet and the P&L and compare any specific client to the industry standards, but as well as their themselves. You know, we want our clients to continually improve their, their business and keep going up and up. Um, so having us look at the period end review process, we can help, help our clients figure out where they need, um, the education, you know, just what they aren't really paying attention to because they don't know that they need to, um, in order to stay afloat in the industry. We look at, um, the balance sheet a lot gets overlooked by our clients, but that's one of the most important um, documents that they should be looking at because it shows their actual cash. Uh, and we have seen clients, um, who look like they have, uh, enormous liabilities, but really they've just been coding invoices wrong, you know? And so 
we're able to clean that up for them and do some journal entries and get um, get their accounts looking good again once we put their eye on it. Two things I love that you said in there. Uh, first and foremost, education, because I think that's such a valuable part. In, in that, that it's not a, uh, it's not, a, it's not meant to be a, uh, a tough conversation necessarily. It's hey, here's what happened. Here's how we can correct this and fix this. But most importantly. Here's how we can prevent this from happening again in the future. That education side of it, I think, is a really valuable a really valuable part of that puzzle. And, and what's missing in a lot of cases, people are afraid of things that they don't understand maybe fully or, or don't have a full grasp. And we're not asking everyone to be accounting wizards and amazing restaurant operators and a great chef and all of those same things at the exact same time. So I love that you said that. The second thing that you said in there that really kind of caught my eye or, or caught my ear, I should say. Uh, was really talking about how stretched thin everybody is right now. Those labor shortages are extending all the way up, and, and owners that that I talk to almost every day uh, are definitely pulling shifts. They're helping out. They're in the kitchen. They're running the host stand. They're doing all of these things. So having that other layer of of uh, oversight again provides that peace of mind that the that things are not going to get out of control. And if something does start to uh, to get a little haywire, we've got that education uh, side to to help get. Correct it as, as soon as possible. I love those uh, those couple points, but you know uh, I've got to ask for a story. Tell me a good, uh, a really good period end review that maybe you've done over the last year uh, from that education point. And, and you don't have to name the client or anything like that, but give me an example of, of how that process kind of plays out because I love these stories uh, from our clients. Um, you know, Dave, I have run into so speaking back to clients that I've seen who it looks like they have a huge liability on their balance sheet. But in reality, they had just been recording their payments incorrectly to, um, to that liability. So their payments weren't being recorded against liability and lowering that liability. And so, you, you know, had that not been caught, they could have gone year after year looking like they had a $400,000 liability when in reality, you know, it had been paid off for a couple months, you know? Uh, and such a good point. Um, in your experience over the last year, were clients able to get, and I'm asking this question honestly because I don't check out a whole lot of our uh, balance sheets each and every day, uh, but are, were clients able to get a little bit closer to caught up or are we seeing some higher balances, actual balances on balance sheets? Uh, is that something that people have had to kind of uh, extend a little bit of debt and try and keep that moving out so that they can keep the restaurant solvent? You know, I've actually noticed with a lot of our clients, the clients that do pay attention to their balance sheet, they mm-hmm. are able to keep um, to keep those balances low and Love that. Uh, accurate, especially Such- if they're looking at their weekly reports as well. Um, so the you know the weekly reporting helps uh, them keep their eye on it, but then the period and review process helps us you know, put in those educational opportunities anywhere we can. I, I love that because I, I think um, I think it really does speak to being able to see regular reporting, but then have that education piece behind there to understand what's going on and and, and know uh, some of those best practices and, and that we can help you make those course corrections and, and improvements over time. Let's shift down to kind of the third point and kind of pull all this together. And I imagine as you were putting together these bullet points that we're going to 
talk through today, it kind of did this natural progression. First, we talked a little bit about weekly reporting and the importance of those uh, documents and being able to review those, and then tying that together with a period end review of uh, of any point or uh, frame of time so that we can tie everything together and have that good solid review. But now we're going to kind of shift gears a little bit into what are the strategies that come out of all of this review? What kinds of things uh, do we recommend for a client to help keep the, the restaurant moving in the right direction? And that was your third point that you made earlier. Yeah. So I've always said the closer of an eye you have on the money on your money, the more money you have. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's where budgeting and forecasting comes in. You know, uh, I even recognize this for myself doing a personal budget for my household. I had hundreds of extra dollars every month once I actually figured out what I was spending my money on. And I've seen that with so many of our clients. Once they implement that budget, uh, they can realize where they're over purchasing on items that they may not need, you know? Um, and once they get that roped in, they can really they might be able to add that premium item on the menu that they've been wanting to add, but haven't because it has an expensive, you know, ingredient. And so I've really noticed once you get your money, your eye on your money, it just keeps going up from there. It's, it's so crazy to say, to put a constraint on something, budgeting as an example, to, to wrap your arms around constraining items in some ways provides so much more freedom in a lot of other ways. You're exactly right. By having that budget in place and really looking at budget versus actual with regularity, um, you're able to identify where there is opportunity but you have to look at it. And that's the really important part. Where I want to take this part of the conversation is the difficulty in budgeting and forecasting, not only last year when a pandemic broke out on a global scale, but now as the recovery is kind of getting underway. What, what, kind of, uh, what kinds of things are you seeing in restaurant clients uh, in terms of how they're approaching their budget? How are, we, uh, how are we seeing that change as to how maybe they have done that in the past? Are they looking at sales trends in a different way? Are they really focusing on different things? And, and I'd just kind of like a little feedback from, from you on that. You know, I, I really praise our clients because I know that they, they saw that a pandemic was coming and that was going to be really hard on the restaurant industry. Yeah. And so they really buckled down and, um, they figured out what they needed to do in order to stay afloat. And that was to make a budget and stick to it. Um, and really reel in those, um, those menu items that weren't working out and, you know, get their money where it needs to go. Such a uh, such a valuable point, and and I know uh, I know that you know through other uh, departments here, the client advisory department, we can we can help provide that assistance in being able to write a budget and looking at point of sale sales trends and identify where things are headed, and, and be able to assist with that. So again, even on the budgeting and forecasting. We're coming back to that education piece, which is such a valuable and, and vital comp uh, uh, component of what, uh, what we're offering to our clients and to the industry as a whole. Uh, Danielle, we're almost wrapping up here. The last point that I wanted to make is 
I think it's really valuable to understand what really the goal may be in in terms of being able to uh, utilize any system and look at weekly reporting and, and be able to review some sort of period frame uh, of time, being able to look then at budgeting and forecasting as a tool to help you achieve goals and, and understand where the money is coming from and going to. What's the end game? What is that final goal that we're really trying to help present for our clients? You know, the fo- the final goal is to be able to have you in your restaurant and not looking at um, all these reports all the time. And so we are here to save you time and money. I love that. Daniel Taff, Junior Accountant with Razzie, thank you so much for your time today. I uh, hope you have a great rest of the afternoon and we will talk to you again soon. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. Thanks for joining us this week on The Tip Share. Make sure to visit our website where you can view more educational content, subscribe to our monthly newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Thanks again.